Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello-Kun and Zach. Mima was a pop star. Who desired to become an actress. I really hope that I can entertain you just the same as an actress. But sometimes, aspirations can be deadly. I'm always watching Mima's room. In the world of make-believe. This is when Mima proves herself. The price of fame. Don't worry, Mima, it'll be all right. May not be worth the cost of identity. (laughs) Where did this come from? How do they know so much? Innocence is lost. Dreams become nightmares. And privacy no longer exists. Where everything you do can be seen by everyone. And those you trust are really those you should fear. Your life no longer belongs to you. Excuse me. Manga Entertainment presents. Satoshi Khan's animated psychological thriller, Perfect Blue. Excuse me, who are you? Excuse me, who are you? I can try to pretend, I can try to forget, but the story Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. I'm Jellicoon. And I'm Zach. And, uh, this episode, like, 205? Somewhere in there? It's been so long. How could I possibly remember what episode it is? Let me type on my very loud keyboard and find out. Oh, 204. Oh, man. We're one off. (sighs) Terrible. We scared people. They're like, oh, we missed one. Exactly. Where is it? What you know, it was possible for them to miss one because it's a full, perfect month since our last one. Oh my god, has it really been that long? The last one was posted on April 18th. Oh god. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah, I've been watching a lot, actually. Um, other than my usual stuff, I've actually picked up a few shows. and That's unusual for you. I know. <laughs> and I, we watched... Uh, well, you heard in the intro, Perfect Blue. We're going to be reviewing that today. A work by Satoshi Khan. I'd like to point out as my recommendation. Yep. Well, well I don't know. Recommendation is a strong word. I also <laughs> watched it, but it looked really cool to me because I like the darker ones. But I'm excited to review it. Yeah, as am I. 
Yeah, movies work really well for reviewing format. Shows yes. we just because we talk about it as it's airing when we get to the review, we like skim over stuff. Yes, like that happened and yeah. this happened. People are totally left out, but like it feels coherent to us because we just talked about it for a year. <laughs> yep. So I started watching Sushi and Beyond. It's <laughs> a great name. Well, it's based on a book made by Michael Booth, who literally took his family to Japan for a hundred days to sample the greatest cuisine and and whatnot and find out why things are like that. So it's you know not the greatest animated, obviously. It is in English, <clears throat> done by British actors, which is nice. Hmm. They voice over everybody's Japanese with English. Um, of course. Yeah. They're like, hey, hello. Like, <laughs> hello there. Yes. Do you want some sushi? Yes. Where can I find some sailors? <laughs> um, but it's a nice little anime. It's a, it's a hour long and. And uh, at the end of the show, right, every end of every episode, well, they have a theme. And every episode, they end up with, uh, like, full motion video, and they're showing stuff. And, like, the first thing they do is they go to an Aizaka? Aizakaya? Hmm. What's the name? The, the little bars you go into on the streets. And they teach you about... The name, but that, that's what it is. You described it well. And, uh, they go and, like, the family eats, you know, like, the little chickens and the squid on the skewers. Mm-hmm. And they teach you what the names are and they explain why they are that the way and why they're, why they're made and how they're made. And it's education. It's like yeah, how it's, it's made, it's, but Japan style. Yeah, it's very educational. So, like, the last episode I watched was on Umami, the quote-unquote fifth taste, where the four are, like, salty, sweet... Um, sour, sour, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're spicy. like, oh, "Mommy, nope, not spicy, actually. Yeah. Nope." They, they actually asked that. They're like, "Isn't it spicy?" And they're like, "Nope." But yeah, they're like, "Mommy, is this fifth thing that this and that?" And you like a mystery flavor. Yeah, it's like everything that makes it delicious. I'm like, oh, okay. That's why so, ketchup is so good. It's like all of them. And that's what's funny is um, <coughs> the the. Uh, Kids are like, oh, I want to dip. <laughs> One second. <coughs> I want to dip everything in ketchup. And they're like, no, you dip it in soy sauce or you dip it in this random goo. <laughs> and, you know, that comes with the chickens. And, yeah, you'll ruin it if you put it in ketchup. Yeah. How like, American. And it's funny because the kids are all like bitching. They're like, hey, nothing's easy. Shut the fuck up, kid. It's paid your ass to be here for 100 days. Shut up. <laughs> You're not in school. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's pretty low. It's, it's a little interesting show. It's on a website I never heard of until now. Apparently, they do anime and stuff. It's called Viewster.com. Hmm, I've never heard I've of it. I've never heard of it either. I, I don't know if it's an English thing or whatnot, but um, yeah, it's all in English. And How long are the episodes? Like? I think they're an hour, like 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Maybe they're half an hour. I, I It's been a minute. Um, I think maybe it's a half an hour. Seems like a lot went into make them then. Yeah, I mean, like the it's a full production. I was I was picturing yeah. like five minute ones. No, yeah, I'm, I'm de- I was definitely surprised too. I thought it was a little you know short, you know five ten minute thing, but no, it's a full half an hour. Hmm. So it's pretty interesting. I mean the the uh, the animation is you know not anime like. It's you know it's like uh, characters you know big huge heads and. 
Yeah, you know, the voice acting is suspect. Right. You know, like one of the kids, you can barely fucking understand him half the time. That's how I feel about kids anyway, though. <laughs> so. But it's still pretty interesting. I mean, as someone who's never been to Japan, and and really, when I do go to Japan, it's partially to try to try new things. Right. You know, it kind of gives you an idea, like, oh, what am I trying to do? I really want to stay with, like, a host family if I go. Like, someone that could integrate me into culture rather than just, like, a hotel. Yeah. I hear you. I can eat all the squids. The yakisoba. <laughs> um, I'll watching. Oh, I finally started watching uh, The Disappearance of Yugito, Yuki Nagito-chan. I haven't yet. I've heard and, bad things. Uh, yeah, it's... <sighs> they made, like, my favorite scene in the movie. Like, I was all excited because when... In the movie, you go back to listen to my review. I was like, oh, my God, the chief... Got feelings. Oh, it's so great. She blushed. The tears yes, on the roof yep. or whatever. And then here, she's just a boring person. She's <laughs> shy. And and even when Harley comes on screen for the first time, she fucking takes like everything away from Yuki. In terms <laughs> of just like aura, everything. Like it's a, it feels like a completely different show when Harley's involved. And now I'm on the whole, I'm only on the fourth episode, and already I'm like. Starting to be like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, it's almost just like they've gone back to the, well, the SOS Brigade and this and that. And, you know, Haruhi doesn't go to the school, but she go, you know, but she's, she sneaks in and she can be part of the club. And Asahina's there. And, you know, they introduce a couple new characters. Well, not new characters, but characters who were evil in the original show, but now they're there. Mm. And, ah, just, yeah, it's. Like the girl with the knife. Yeah, exactly. Like you're supposed to. She's like the Asahina fan club now. And it's like n- no, you. I, I know you as a bad person. You tried <laughs> it's marrying. It's almost like Kyo. it was created purely for the fan service of people that enjoy different characters. Yeah, and that literally like, not as a coherent story. It's gone back to like, oh, we're doing fun, cute things. Oh, look at us! It's so much fun. So, hmm. yeah. Um, Seems like I can skip out on it. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not much. It's really not much. The same with uh, like Nisekoi. I'm starting to kind of like go like, okay, what the what the fuck? I, I love this season so far. I, I you know they had this <coughs> their first you know five episodes. They had this big cliffhanger, and I was thinking to myself, who who the fuck runs on an active runway? And they're like, oh, hold on, let me park next to these children on the active runway. That's great, where the plane just turns around, yeah, like, like complete 180, 180 without moving. Yeah. Exactly. It's, hold on. It's like, that's how jet engines work. They yes. just flip around. Exactly. We don't need clearance. Nope. Fuck your clearance, son. She owns, like, the whole world. Yes. They're like, her company makes her billions of dollars. I, I love the fact, if you don't show up to this meeting, we're going to lose billions of dollars. It's like, motherfucker, haven't you heard of Skype? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think you're being present. You know, there's things called email. Not only that, but, like, she makes them buy everything. Like, why can't you just order it? <laughs> if you had infinite money, like, she could hire anyone to go pick up the phone. Yeah. Sorry, I'm coughing your speech. My, my, my speech, it's ruined. Fuck it, eh? I yeah. had a dream once that my speech wouldn't be ruined. <laughs> uh, other than that, I'm just watching all the usual shit. Um, Fate Stay Night? No, I deleted. See, that. I have to pester you about that because I, I I actually deleted it off my my anime list. 
Oh my god, what are you doing? Uh, well, maybe I'll watch it when it's the done. best show of all time. Yeah, it's great. This yeah. last episode was so good. It was mostly dialogue, so people complained, but like, it's exactly what I wanted. Mm. Because so far, it's just like, yeah, there was nothing that really set it apart, other than it's supreme, over, like more quality in animation. Whereas now that they're like trying to separate it from the other arc that was done in the original one, like I'm glad they added all the context to it. Gotcha. So, real quick, I have told you guys about this place in Charlotte called Manifest Disc. And every fucking time I practically go there, I drop at least a hundred bucks on new DVDs. Um, I got Bakan Test Season 1 and 2 for like 12 bucks a pop. It was awesome. But I think I have a new review. So these DVDs have been sitting there from like the first time I had freaking started going there like a year or two ago. And it was called Sister Princess. <laughs> and they practically had every single DVD except like one or two volumes. And there was a buy one, get one for like 90 cents or something, or 90% offer. Buy one, going for a buck or you know, some bullshit. Something real cheap. Yeah, real, real cheap. I tried haggling with them. I'm like, God, these guys have been <laughs> here for like ever. How about you give them to me for like 10 bucks? And they're like, no. You get to do, like, it's you get already to cheap as shit. Yeah, that's pretty much what he told me. And I was like, fine, I'll fucking buy them. It's already fucking complete, practically. So, it is about, oh, God. I was with my in-laws when I bought these. <laughs> Does that add extra dimension to the story? Not not really. My, my wife, though, decided to read out the synopsis of the uh, show. Oh, that's great. So, uh, some like 18-year-old guy like fails his entrance exam to college. So his dad like sends him off to an island where 13 cute girls who call him Big Brother. Mm, and basically, course. it's like the very first fucking hentai. Or, uh, not hentai. The very first fucking, like, cute... <laughs> uh, yeah, I meant to say... Uh, uh, I know where you're, yeah, what um, you're thinking. Thank you, Big Brother. Uh, pretty much, Jesus Christ! It's only if it's only you. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm gonna watch that here for shits and giggles because I was like, man, that could be a good, good review. Are you still missing a volume though? Will you have to skip episodes? No, I'm pretty sure I can probably find them online, like on some website. Fill, fill in the gap. Yep, that I'll probably like go on eBay and see if I can find the missing volumes. I got a couple duplicate volumes too that I bought, so. Watch the ones you bought were like real cheap, and there's some secret volume you're missing that's like a million dollars. No, but they made like one of. Yeah, exactly. No, not not this show. <laughs> you can still buy a couple volumes and write stuff uh, for almost just as cheap, if not cheaper. It's like a dollar ninety nine each. Hmm. And after you add tax and or not tax, but uh, shipping and all that shit, <clears throat> not worth it. So, yeah, I'll get around to watching that eventually. I also picked up Kaze No Stigma. Oh, I've seen that, like, yeah. years. That was my third anime I've ever watched. Oh. It was on Netflix, like, yep, after I watched is. Full Metal Brotherhood. I'm like, that looks okay. It it was it, eh, it was okay, but it was nothing great. Yeah. It was, like, five bucks. I was like, fuck it. Complete. Complete, motherfucker. I also picked up uh, Cowboy Bebop the Movie on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. You were talking about that. Good stuff. That's cool. So... That is about it. That's all I'm really watching right now. I'm not uh, going out of the way for anything huge, but because uh, I know Stigma is like the ultimate like standard show, like uh, overpowered male lead. With actually, Sundra, no, I'm lying. I'm sorry. I tried out Non Non Biori. 
Oh, that looks cute. Cutesy. Uh, it pretty much is. <laughs> Don't say it like it's a bad thing. That's what you want. Oh, it was this other night. Cute girls doing cute things. Pretty much, and one girl greets everyone with a nyan pantsu. Mm, Kitty like pants. cat panties? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and she's like in fifth grade. Ah, oh, fucking no. That's fine. I can't wait to I don't know. I, I so watched... people, can, people can greet me like that in Japan. Because that's the way it happens. Yep. Anime is 100%. And I won't uh, go to jail when all those girls greet me like that. Exactly. Like, what? I didn't ask for this. Yeah. I'm just a foreigner. I'm just standing here minding my own damn business. It's this massive foreigner. Are you like Shaq levels? A foreigner? I don't know. I mean, I'm 6'6". Six, six. And oh, shit. I, lift, I lift a lot of weights. So there you go. <laughs> I'd maybe be they, pretty big by their standards. Maybe they think you'll be a pro wrestler or something over there. Oh, my God. That'd be great. I should you wear should a, just, a like, luchador mask. Exactly. That, or you should watch, you know, like, I'll, I'll lend you my Bullet Club shirt. And you can walk around and be like, I'm part of the Bullet Club, bitch. <laughs> it's the Gaijin stable over there. The Bullet Club has guns everywhere and skulls and bullets. and. That's great. I could be hardcore. Exactly. And so, like, an actual hardcore person like Yakuza comes up to me and challenges me for being tough. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, I'm nothing. Then I die. I'm like, exactly. Ah, no, oh, he lived not. as he he lived as he died. Yeah. They're like, if you're so tough, try to block this knife with your abs. <laughs> you fucking uh, fucking do 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 you watch uh oh, fuck what's that show? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, I kind of want around. to. I just Is found out like whoever directs it. Oh, directed Perfect Blue. Hmm. I was going to bring it up in the review. I spoiled it. There you go. What have you been watching, sir? Uh, well, we talked about Nisekoi, Fate Stay Night. Those are my airing staples. Uh, the Dungeon Girl one with Hestia. Yeah. Hestia's the bestia. I don't um, know. I think, that, I think that's fast now. Yeah. I'm not as enthralled as some people, much like how a sword art happened. Everyone is like, this is sword art, just minus online. Yep, it's literally sword art. And I'll watch it, because I enjoy it. But, I don't know. It's nothing special. <coughs> what else? What is this show? Oh yeah, the comical science one is still going. I'm still watching it. I only watch it because it's five minutes. Otherwise, Yeah, like, it's so it. easy. When I start up Crunchyroll, I see there's a new one. I'm like, well, I can watch it while doing anything else. Yep. So. Um... Oh, I watched the second Persona 3 movie. What was that? That was really good. Hmm. Now that I've nearly beaten the game, I could watch the second movie comfortably without spoiling anything, but I still can't watch the last one because I'm not done. This is longer than Persona 4. I have like 140 hours into this game. Yeah, I logged a shit ton myself. Like, I didn't even know how high the Tartarus would be going, but I'm like past (sighs) 200. Yeah, it's pretty up there. I I forget the numbers, but... I'm getting kind of sick of it at this point. Like, a lot of cliffhangery things, your teacher is a bad guy that yep. was revealed, but then, like, it keeps going, and I'm like, oh, I'm ready for it to, like, wrap up. And yeah. Then... Like, when do I have the uh, the yeah. three-way with with the girls and call it a day? Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Persona 4 was paced better. Yep, I agree. Uh, what else am I watching? I started watching Hibike Euphonium. That's like K-On, the, the, the band. Brass band. I, so K-On. I saw uh, Douchebag Chocolat. 
is his YouTube name. And he was literally showing scenes from that show. And literally nobody fucking moved. It was just like pan shots of them playing a trumpet and literally like nothing on screen happening. I was like, holy fuck, this show must be like cheap as shit to animate. Uh, some of their pan shots look really good. They're though. just like, here, here's a pan shot. Like, ah, their their cheeks aren't puffing up or anything. Hold on, let's just get this really, really close shot of a trumpet. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking sick, man. Yeah. I'm enjoying it because I'm, like, suffering with jarls from, uh, from uh, Your Lie in April. April. Yep. The most beautiful show, so. But the lies in April... Yeah, and you finally figure out what the lot will... Could you not see that coming? Yeah, you can figure out before, but they finally tell you at the end. They're like, I only told one lie. Bitch. That I wasn't dying. Yes. What? That was, that was not true. That wasn't actually the lie. That was not the lie. I don't even know if that's a lie. How, how could you How could you not like his friend? He's like the best guy. Yep. He's like, dude. He's like a super good friend and exactly. super like, nice dude. to girls. Boner. They're like, I didn't like this guy who was the perfect male character. Well, it was nice not having the fucking, like, oh, I'm a freaking pervert. and Like Nisekoi. The best friend is like, in the last episode was like, bothering Ruri for chocolates on Valentine's Day. And she's like, fuck off. Oh, I haven't even seen that uh, one. Well, I just still, watched like the end just, of the mother arc. Gotcha. It was just silly. It was just like, ugh. Uh, it's so much it's just so easy to go to you know mm-hmm. yeah oh, and then what else friend. how they don't admit their love ever whereas in your lie in April they, they go out and say it yep and I love like he you. tells her like episode 12 dude I want to bone you she's like yeah but I'm no, she's, she's like I could but I'm actually dying exactly if you, if you bone and me. That, that would probably kill me quicker exactly your cock killed me and he's like don't worry I'm not that big yeah I'm Japanese after all <laughs> stereotypes but I haven't been watching too too much I've <coughs> nearly completed Daredevil which is an anime <laughs> no I heard that's really really good though everyone's saying it's like it's awesome. great yeah like I don't know how Netflix makes shows by themselves I don't money from the seven dollars yeah, someone, someone you, know knows he, you know how many years I've been sending Netflix money probably like 13 oh yeah my parents too like I mean, it and started with the... Uh, like, they've been doing it with all the discs that got mailed to you. Exactly. So, like, ten like, years rolled into streaming, finally. And yep. Like, yeah, I've had streaming for, like, five, six mm-hmm. years now, and even my my wife was like, oh, I think I've watched everything I want to watch. Go ahead and cancel it. And I go to cancel it, she's like, oh, I found this other show I'm watching. It's like, fuck. But it's like, fucking, like, House Hunters and shit. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> watch something worthwhile. She's like, I already did. She's watched, like, all the NCISs. She watched all the SUVs. Oh, jeez. All the Law & Orders. And that came I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. So like, Neither do I. It's, it's anime like, or one show, because I like superheroes, Daredevil. Yeah, anime I kind of want to watch House of Cards. That I, well, no, fair enough. I watched Simpsons and Family Guy and stuff. I started watching Rick and Morty. Oh, that's a good after show. Seeing the, uh, after seeing the Simpsons intro this week, I was like, holy shit. I actually got a picture of me sitting next to Morty on a bench. Uh, in Atlanta when I was uh, vacationing. CNN building. Yep. The <laughs> drunk, and I was like, I know what this guy is, but I don't understand. Yeah, no, so, I've seen all of it. Yeah, I just started watching. I watched the first episode and the Mega Seed episode. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're smart because the Mega Seed is disappearing inside you. <laughs> you're not yep. doing it again. Uh, yes, that show is awesome. But yeah, I'm the same way. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't. 
don't have time. Like, it's nice to like, just sit back with Crunchyroll and be like, ah, oh, new episodes. Mm-hmm. Or download those episodes automatically and go watch them. I also did download, I downloaded the entire season of Non Non Biori, and I'm a terrible person. So that film works is going to be like, what? Sue your ass. Such a pirate. I am. Uh, it's easier to watch on my damn cell phone than trying to go find it. Uh, of course, maybe it's still on Crunchyroll. I don't know. Wait, does that make it legal then? Because I pay for my Crunchyroll subscription every month. So if it's still there and I'm just not using it as a source. Uh, maybe. I think the... Yeah, as long as you're not sharing it. Well, actually replicating it in general, I think, is illegal. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. And then I'm also still watching Ass Class. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any episodes in a while. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. Let's move on to DVD picks. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right, DVD picks. So this is for the week of May 26th through 6-2. Holy shit, it's already June. Well, when you take off months at a time from podcasting, time goes fast. Yeah, my, my life's moving quick. I went from being in college to graduating to going to work to moving a thousand miles. Yay, adulthood. Yeah, life's a blur once you become an adult. And then you'll work for 65 years and die. Perfect. That's what I've been waiting for. Just find a hobby and do it till you die. That's what Homer Simpson says. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Nisekoi, False Love, Volume 4. Jesus Christ. Any Plex of America doing their freaking singles. Like assholes. Yeah. Maggie, or Maggie, or Maggie, or Magpie. Magi. Is it Magi? I'm going with that. Uh, Darker Than Black, Season 1, Complete Collection. Blu-ray Premium Edition. Oh, holy shit. Seriously? Yusoga no Sora. In Solitude, Where We Are At Least Alone, Complete Collection. Holy fuck. I'm surprised I got a a U.S. release. Thank you, Media Blasters. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, By thank you, I mean I'm not buying it, but... Go back and listen to our review of that show from, uh, I don't know, four years ago. Let's just say, there's real fucking incest in that show. That is all. It's not even alluded to? No, 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 no. They get caught fucking. By their classmates. And I just ruined it. Maybe I put a big censor bar here. Uh, what do we got here? Sony Annie. I, I, I fucking follow Sentai Filmworks on Twitter. They are blowing up with this shit. From Jessica Nigiri or whatever her name is. She's a cosplayer. Oh, is she doing the dub? She's doing the dub. She's a cosplayer turned... Yeah, I, knew, I know who she is. Hot and dresses up in anime things. All yeah. I ever see her doing is, like, leaning over, showing her cleavage off. Well, it's impressive cleavage. Have some damn respect for yourself. <laughs> She's demeaning women everywhere. I know. What the fuck? Gamergate, bitch. Uh, as I call her bitch. <laughs> I'm terrible. Uh, I don't know her, so obviously whatever she chooses to do. I'm just... Yeah. Uh, student Council's Discretion. Was this the one where, like, it starts off with, like, the Haruhi references or something, and, like, one and of the kids... just stay in the classroom at yeah. the whole show. Wasn't yeah. the show, like, one of them, like, wanted a harem? Was it that show? 
I don't know if they want a hair. No, no, no. One of the the male, like the male, one of the male guys of this. I know it's only like one male character, and he stumbles upon the student council, and they're all just sitting there, and it's like I don't know if it's a spoof of Harvey. Well, no, it was like a. The very, well, they talk I, about it. I just remember the first episode. They like allude, They like make mm-hmm. suggestions and stuff. It like says that. right in the synopsis they feature endless chattering of the members, full of parodies of the melancholy Harvey's okay. a Dragon Ball, and Death Note. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, it does have all the the character. Okay, that's exactly what I thought it was. I remember I can get past like episode one. Yep. So I watched one. And I'm like, well, this is like Harvey, but without any of the good parts. Yep. Oh, holy cow. <laughs> Inuyasha, the final act, complete. Well, the, does that mean they're done with Inuyasha? I I think so. Does Does Nagome and Kagami and Inuyasha have a three way or something or what happened? Is that the conclusion to every show, according to you? <laughs> I guess. Hey, I watch too many harems. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Why can't it just be normal, normal, innocent love? <laughs> There's no such thing in anime. <coughs> exactly. It's either weird, like exactly. incest or hair on. Or know. if it's normal love, it doesn't work out like White Album, too. Yep, exactly. Or like, reality is harsh, and as such, it shouldn't work out. Exactly. Uh, five centimeters per second. Very good movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lupin the Third from the Siberia with Love. Oh. What a parody of Bond. Well, Lupin the Third is awesome. Although you had to start like in the 50s or something or 60s or it's been around forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's good. I'm just saying it that is. title itself from yep. Severe with Love. Yeah, it probably is a. <laughs> I don't watch movies, so I don't know. Fairy Tale Complete Collection 4. Nobu Nagun. Uh, the show that I will not watch, even though it's pro wrestling. Oh, what the fuck? Who am I kidding? I'll probably end up watching this. Wanna be the strongest in the world? I, I, I tried watching this when I was on vacation. And the fucking first scene is like a woman screaming in agony with like taint shots because she's wearing like a a uh, she's wearing a one piece like swimsuit. Oh yeah, like John, John was a fan of this show. And it's like, oh, here's some boob shots. It's like, fuck. Yeah, John enjoyed this one. It has the fan service. Maybe actually, like I'm pretty it. sure that's all it is. That pretty much. You know what the sad part was too. During the airing of this show, legit pro wrestling news sites were reviewing the show on a weekly basis. <laughs> I was like, fuck. They're giving anime a bad name. Not necessarily anime, but it's just like, uh You know, it's one of those things where it's like, not necessarily anime, but just you, you get into something just enough to see the weird side of it. And it's the, I mean, you you got to admit, like Japanese anime outside of like, Outside of uh, uh, Studio Ghibli, you know, people, will, if you ask anybody on the street, they're like, oh, what's Japanese anime? And they're like, oh, it's that hentai stuff. It's pornography. Yeah. Yeah, even my own mother uh, <clears throat> says, anime, you mean porn and Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, you got me. That yeah. is the stereotype. Talk to John about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I like uh, to think I keep my tastes pretty smut free, but it's hard to convince people. Yeah, like well, say. that too, and it's like, oh, uh, you know, because it's actually funny here. One of the shows that's being re-released from from the right stuff is called Please Teacher, and it's a spinoff show from Please Twins. And I remember buying the show like maybe my 
fucking fourth purchase ever buying anime. Like, I, I, I legit go on this full complete collection. And, um, it's from, uh, I think it was from, uh, Bandai or something like that. I don't have to go, I don't go check. I remember talking to my friend at the time I was living with. He was my roommate. He's like, oh, what do you watch? I'm like, oh, police teacher. He's like, what, fucking porn? I'm like, no. He's like, the title. Please, teacher. Porn. First thing comes to mind. Like, <laughs> Here's a point. Yeah, but then he would, like, come to Best Buy with me and buy, like, Full Metal Alchemist, you know, the movie or whatever. Like, <laughs> the oh. Conqueror Shambhala. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yep. Uh, is it Haiku? Like, Hurry? Uh, yeah. Uh, then Ronald one half set six. And I'm Blu-ray. Special edition for... 55 bucks. Uh, if I could afford you on my, I would buy you. But you're too damn expensive. Ooh. Spell from Paradise. Spell from Paradise. The that movie show, was good. I enjoyed Yep. That Zach enjoyed. Go back and listen to it. Number, what number is that? Uh, like three ago. Yeah, Not 202. Long. Seal your fate. Yep. We did. Death uh, Parade makes Spell from Paradise. Yep. Indubitably. Oh, sneak peek at next uh, week. Oni I. John loves that show. Oh, fuck. Uh, what was that? Oni I. So much fan service. Oni I. Oh, was that the... Wait, no, what was that? Oni I. Let's see. Something Big Brother or something. Like Oni... Oni Chan, Dakido, I, Sai, Ariba, something, something, something. Yeah, basically, it's all the fan service. Uh, Goddamn information. Yep. All right. Well, I guess I'd go for uh, some Ranma. And, uh, eh, sure. Nisekoi. Five centimeters a second. Yeah, no, actually, you're right. That, that, I'd own that movie. I'd watch it again. Yep, I would, too. Good, good movie. Very good movie. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Anything else there on that list? Um... No, not really, no. There you go. I mean, I like Nisekoi, but I'm not going to buy it in single disc sets. Yeah, for a million dollars each. <laughs> I'll wait and see if I can get it differently. Complete collection, yeah. I don't know, would you ever... Nisekoi to me is something like you don't watch twice. You know what I mean? Like, the payoff is week to week, and that's right. it. It's all a tease, so like, if like, you're already <clears throat> done, is it a tease anymore? Yeah, exactly. Like, I couldn't it's very, it. it's like a lot of things on screen. I think it'd be entertaining. Maybe you miss something when you rewatch it. Well, yeah, I mean, watching it on your TV or something on Blu-ray or maybe you get extras or something, but... Yeah, if I had the complete collection, I'd skip around, but yeah, I wouldn't watch it chronologically again, probably, because like, it's just a tease and I know what's happening. Yeah. But there's certain episodes I really love, so... Oh, well, there you go. All right. Well, it is time for Perfect Blue. I'll let you go ahead and run with this. All right, let's do it. You watched it a lot, a lot sooner than I did. Yeah, we did. Or I did. <laughs> so I watched it like a week ago, but... So did, you perfect- watch it, did you watch it dubbed or did you watch it subbed? Dubbed. Oh, okay. So did you notice... <sighs> Uh, Spike Spiegel. Um, oh, what's his face? Who plays Spike? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Like, instantly, I was like, damn it. The same voice character who played Spike. Hmm, I didn't notice that. You didn't? Okay. Every time he's in a show. Because he does, he does a tsunami. He was like their that. client person? No, he was one of the fans. 
Uh, um, I can't identify. I don't watch a lot of English. So. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'd recognize it. But. Yeah. Johnny Young um, Bosch is like the only person I can peg right away. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I can do like... Uh, I'm, I'm looking here. Uh, English. I can't spell words. Holy shit. English. Steve Bloom. That's who it is. I don't know why it was so hard. I even looked it up last time. Yeah, I can tell, like, Steve Bloom and, like, a few other people. There's, like, like the one girl with her high, shrill voice and, like, every single fucking uh, Funimation show. It's funny. I don't know the names, but it's like, I know your voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, Perfect Blue, more like Perfect Movie. I, I love this movie, actually. Like, I was going for the darker, and I watched the scenes, and... You heard the scenes in our intro, and it's just real eerie. And the what is he director? Khan Satoshi. Satoshi Khan. Satoshi Khan uh, was actually when I was reading like about recommendation for anime movies because I didn't know many, and we wanted to review one. Yeah, he was compared to the Alfred Hitchcock of Japan, or I guess not compared, but he was analogous to that. Yeah, I was still a relatively new anime fan, maybe two or three years in. When he passed away. Mm. So, I mean, I, I kept hearing, like, Ancast and Anime World Order and other podcasts, you know, like, oh, my God, we've lost a, a very influential, you know, uh, director and creator of stories and, you know, Satoshi Kon, you know, will never be duplicated. And I, I'm really starting to see that as I watch more of his works after his passing. I originally watched... Uh, Paranoia Agent, and that is a trippy, trippy show. And mm. I can go back and listen to the review of Paranoia Agent, by the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the more I see of Satoshi Khan, it's like, oh, yeah. And now I start to see Paprika is another one that I wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. So we'll I also want to see a Millennium Actress. Everyone says it's really, really good. As I say, I'd watch anything after one. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, yeah, let's sorry. talk about why it's so great. So. I watched it in English, and it was um, older animation, so this is newer for me, because one, I wasn't a fan in 98, I was uh, five years old, yep. and two, I haven't watched a lot of old stuff, like gone back and watched it. Yeah, I really, really felt the, the show did not, not really hold, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, oh man, this holds up really well, you know, uh, it, it was, it is what it is, I mean, it was hand-drawn probably, and... Right. Um... Like, the character designs and everything were fine, but, like, where it showed its flaws is, like, the idle scenes where the, there's a lot of movement. Yeah. You compare that to something like Love Live and, like, they're not even moving compared that to that. or when she's chasing the ghost and they're jumping through scenes. Oh, uh, right, yeah. That was really, like, Jumping ooh. through still shots. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it showed its age there, but as far as the character designs and, like, oh, yeah, they look slightly good. dated, but they look good. Like, all the characters look good. So... Let's see. Um, this movie's actually left a lot to interpretation. I'm sure as we discuss it, we'll have two different interpretations of what yeah. actually happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's something I liked, because it doesn't just straight out tell you. Yeah, usually but. Satoshi Khan uses his work for, like, social, tackling social issues. Like, uh, Paranoia Agent was often interpreted as, uh, you know, about anime and otaku and fans and things of that nature, and... You know, society as an entertainment, you know, anime as entertainment and, mm. you know, societal things on TV and things of that nature. 
Okay, well then this one. <laughs> what would you say this one's about? <sighs> Over-sexualization of pop idols. I would probably say the loss of innocence. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, 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 I still somewhat struggle. Um, because How about people have a hard time discerning between reality, reality and yeah, TV. yeah. It's kind of like pro wrestling, where um, I'll give you an example right now. There's a character named Daniel Bryan. He's been injured a lot. He came back after a, almost a year long injury, and then he got hurt really bad again. And this last week on on WWE Raw, he came out and cut what's called a you know a promo an interview, mm-hmm. basically giving up his belt and saying, "I don't know if I'm going to be back." And, you know, pro wrestling is one of the things where are, are they working me? Are, you know, is this part of the storyline? Is this legit? And, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? never coming back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh, my, you know, is it, is it real? You know, it, it felt very genuine. Well, you could almost say the same thing with, 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 with musicians, idol, pop stars in this case, but, you know, musicians, TV actors, you know, you know these characters as the fictional character they play on TV. But in reality, they're, they're a real person. They have wants, goals, desires, dreams, etc. But, mm. you know, as we kept seeing in the movie, there was, you know, one really, really hardcore guy who, you know, didn't want to believe, oh, the, 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 the Minma. interpret her as the idol. As the idol, sees. exactly. And anything else was, you know, oh, how, how terrible. You tend to view a lot of stars, like you said, very one-dimensional. If you only know them when they're acting, then how could you ever think about the rest of their life? Yeah, because, you know, that's, you know, I think like Jason Statham, for example. He's in every single... Badass action guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's probably like a humanitarian or something, or you know, a good guy. Yeah, chances are he's not always killing people. Like yeah, he's not walking around the shotgun. Give me back my son. He's not the transporter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um you know, so yeah, I think that's where Satoshi Khan was trying to say, like, you know, there's a thin line in entertainment of the real you and the in the in the image uh, that you portray to the mass media. I mean, she was doing nude pictorials and that that you know. I'm getting kind of ahead of herself, so go go ahead and get That's into true. the. Let me lay the foundation yeah. so people can relate to what we're talking about. <clears throat> so the story follows Mima, who's the I I don't know if she's the lead, but she's one of three people in the group called Cham. Yeah, that was like and, Sham. I was like, Sham. yeah, it's like it's a Sham, but I guess it's no, Cham. C H A M. But um. She's this big idol, and she's not like in high school, but you can tell she's really young. Like yeah, I, get I would probably say like, like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I want to say like she's just barely twenty or younger. Yeah. yeah, but she's not in high school, so she's into that, and she doesn't really have any parent figures, which I feel like is on purpose. Like, well, her she did talk to her mother though on the phone, uh, yeah, and even her true. mother was like, "I thought you were doing an idol thing. Why do you want to be an actress?" Yeah, so she likes being an idol. Yep. But she doesn't realize it fully, I guess. And her, what is he, talent agent? Yeah, I would say the talent agent is like really pushing for her to like yeah, get out of. Yeah, yeah. I really felt like <clears throat> she was just kind of going along with the. Well, they know what's best for me. I don't, you know, I'll go along with it. It really felt like something she wasn't really wanting to do, but she did. Yeah, right. At least so. at first, because she was timid and head down while, you know, the talent agency, you know, worked with the, the studio of the TV show she's going to be a part of. Right, yeah, she just, like, sat there rehearsing her one line. Like, well, not even that. Not even that. At first it was like, 
oh, I'll just sit here in my chair while these guys argue about, oh, idols don't make any money and this and that. And yeah, it's like she had no input. Yeah. So I guess they're both her talent agent. What is the lady's role? I, I, I would think maybe like a personal manager. Like I kind of yeah. felt like she was like the, I want to say caretaker, but like um, someone who kind of, uh, your personal assistant. That makes sense. You know, you make sure you are where you need to be at this time. You know, yeah. if you need it's anything. Like the talent agent guy. She's like the manager of whatnot of the group slash mommy. Yeah. So, so that's the foundation. And then she gets into acting and all the crazy shit starts happening in the movie. And the, the, the coolest part of the movie is how the role she's acting in mirrors the plot line of the movie. So I don't know a good way to describe that, but basically, so, well, no, not the movie. So the show, she joins like a um, like a cop detective show. Oh yeah, um, you know, like a NCIS or you know, a, well, a Law and Order type thing or you know, something along those lines. And she plays like the sister. She's she starts out with one line, and then as the show continues on, she gets getting more and more lines, and soon the the world of her TV. Uh, appearances start blurring with her reality and to the point where you're like what are we watching is she on set or is she in her her bedroom is she on the street working her day you know her her day to day um you know so continue on right yeah so it's it's very confusing yes i have never yelled what so many times on my tv um (laughs) <laughs> so, she she basically the show starts off with with Sh- with Cham basically uh, saying you know hey this is Mima's last concert um, you know thank you for everything da, da, da. they sing their little song and she she when she's leaving this little little is like a little podunk like little nowhere in Japan like there's no big ass send off there's no nothing special it's like a little it's like a little uh fair right and she gets handed like a card saying www.menmusroom.com or something and (laughs) this is in 1997 where the internet was this new spectacular thing small place yes it was pretty awesome and I was laughing my ass off because they're like we need a computer and I don't know anything about internet and they're like explaining how to use the internet they're like this is a browser you type this to here to go here and she's like I don't understand <laughs> it's pretty funny when it's looking at 2015 eyes it's so revolutionary <laughs> yes she's like this is the address <clears throat> bar mommy and she's like I've never heard of that yes like, I don't understand mm-hmm. go slower so she's, you know, one, as she's leaving, one of the people go, oh, I always love you on Menma's room. And she's like, I have no idea what that is, but okay. <laughs> um, and then she gets a fax calling her like a traitor. And eventually she finds this menmasroom.com or whatever the site was. And it's basically this crazy fan, like, stalking her. And, like, like for example, in one of the scenes after the the fair and everything... She stops by the supermarket and picks up, you know, fish food. She picks up some milk and this and that. And she goes on the site and they're like, oh, today I had to buy, you know, this kind of fish food for my, my lovely fish. I entered fish. the store with my left foot first. That's like when it gets creepy. Yeah, yeah. He's like super detailed and she's like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, Which is scary because she doesn't understand how the internet works. Exactly. She doesn't know who could be watching her that closely. Exactly. 
Um, so, yeah, uh, eventually, people around her start getting start getting killed, and uh, there's actually a really I don't know if you call it a famous scene, but the elevator scene mm-hmm. where the boombox is playing, and then like the manager is murdered, where like his eyes like cut out and shit. Yeah, that was good. Now the fact that people are like, "Oh, don't worry about it, man. Much shit happens." You need to focus it's like on everyone your... close to you is being brutally murdered. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" They're like, "Don't worry about it. We got security. Just worry about acting, Menma." And it's like, "Fuck's sake!" I'm pretty sure the person who told her that is the culprit in the end. So it yes, kind of makes yes. sense that they feel okay about it. So she starts hallucinating, seeing her idol self, and her idol self basically saying, "No, no, you, you don't want to be an actress." Like this isn't, shit to her. Like, yeah, like this isn't you. You, you know, you're a whore. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna get. You know, you're gonna sell yourself out for what? You know, she does. And she does. Yeah, she does the rape scene, the nude magazine. Yeah, they do that. So yeah, one of the things later on, like they have, like for them for the show, they have this really lengthy rape scene. I thought it was funny, not the right word, but they had to stop in the middle of it. And it almost kind of snaps you back to reality because you're like watching her scream in agony. And she's, you know, a good actor, if you could call it that. And they had to stop. And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. You know, he's yeah. like, he's on top of her, like. Then he proceeds to, like, dry hump her more. Yeah, like, he's like, she's like, oh, it's okay. It's just for a TV show. He's like, I apologize. You know, this isn't me. You know, and then they go, back, okay, rape. It's actually kind of a cool point. It makes the scene very necessary because <clears throat> of that snap to reality, like you said. His specific line that it isn't him is like. Well, it was so something along those lines. The the movie, well, he, he, I don't think he says it's like not him. But I think he's like, "Hey, you know, this is really awkward for me." He doesn't say it, but he, he apologizes to her. He's like, "I'm sorry about this." Right, he, but it has the same effect of like this is for the show, and like I would be a nice guy, and you're obviously not a girl that wants to be raped. Yeah, like, yeah. So, so, because of it said to that effect, it kind of sets the tone for how it starts getting crazier, because, like, you no longer get that snap to reality. Yeah, because then after that, you know, uh, you know, I almost find it kind of funny was the, 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 the two remaining sham girls actually find success better without uh, Minma. Mm-hmm. And I almost to the fact, or I was kind of thinking, like, you know, they made some snide comments, you know, Oh, she's doing a pictorial with the guy who always wants them to get naked. And, oh, she's going to be like, you know, kind of talking shit about her. Yeah, no, they seem like real shitty friends. But then they're like, you know, to her face, they're all like, oh, man, oh, you're so great. Oh, I love you. We're best friends. We used to be part of Sham. But yet they find, like, more success. And it almost felt kind of awkward. There was a scene where after the, I think it was after the rape scene and the TV shoot, they go back to the office and like in the background there's like a desk behind some shelving units where the manager sits and they're talking to the remaining girls of Sham. Oh, you guys are doing great. This is so much better. You know, we're doing so much better without Menma. You know, it felt kind of jarring because like here she came from like, you know, this awful, yeah, it's fake. But, you know, her her personal assistant didn't want anything to do with it. She was like, "Oh, that's not Mad Mother, you know that she's not a whore." And she's like, "No, no, I'll do it. It's you know, it's part of acting. You do what you gotta do. <laughs> you know, I'll take it for me." Yeah, she's like trying her hardest to be an actor. And yeah, like, yeah, talking her for leaving. But then, like in the yeah, and in the end, they're like, "Oh, we're doing so much better without Menma. Good job, girls. Oh, you're so great." And it's like, man. Um, 
And this is where it gets kind of crazy. So the murders keep happening. And then, like, they'll be shooting the TV show. But you'll see repeats of, like, she'll be waking up. She'll go home. And then she'll wake up in her bed. And, like, crazy shit happen. Like, they show her murdering someone. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, so-and-so, uh, the, the, it was actually the photographer. The photographer was brutally murdered, and she finds bloody clothes in her her closet, and she's like, "What the fuck?" You know, she just woke up, and mm-hmm. but then it's like the next scene is like them shooting, like, "Oh, illusions can't talk to you." You know, she's going mad. She keeps seeing pictures of her dead sister, and she thinks she's a pop star, and and the line is like completely blurred. You're like, you can't make sense of the storyline anymore. Which is great. Cause Which was, yeah. Because it was awesome. Because they keep showing more, I don't know if you want to call her a ghost Minma, but she's always in her, she wears like a tutu or something for mm-hmm. her, her idols concerts. So she's always in her idol get up and she's like, oh, you don't want to be an actress. You're a dirty, dirty whore. Nobody wants a dirty whore. Come be, you know, come sing with Sham. And she fucking wigs out and like literally runs through the street chasing this imaginary ghost like literally on the fucking street even like rooftop yeah yeah (laughs) like bad shit insane like okay what what the fuck but then it snaps back to now for the controversial interpretation okay so the big character we didn't mention is one of her biggest fans that gave her the note or yeah the guy with the fucked up eye yeah he's like pivotal in the story so no, here's so what kind of who killed who is like what we can talk about. Yeah, well, they tell you who killed who, um, because she says, "Oh, he didn't do a very good job. Things didn't go to plan." Um, right. So yeah, throughout the throughout the show, they they show this really just creepy looking guy, fucked up teeth, like lazy eye, like you know. <laughs> I was gonna say he could have been like a creepy. Do gooder without looking so fucked up. Yeah, well, like, they, they gave were, him everything. Like, yeah, it would be weird if he had long hair, didn't bathe, had a messed up eye, had messed up teeth. Like <clears throat> he was every like hunchback. Well, that's what I find interesting because he was always with that group of of folks who was like, "Oh, Menma, I love her," but you know they were like normal about it. They're like, "Oh, we really like her." And yeah, they're like, "Have you seen the new song?" And they're like, "No, I haven't bought it yet." And then he's like, "Ah, Menma's my favorite." <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Mouth breathing. Yes. He, he like heavily mouth breathed in the dub. It was great. Yes, they'd show me be like, "It's like a zombie." Yes. So, um, go go ahead though. I just want to hear your interpretation of everything because I don't think they clearly tell you who kills everyone. No, they they clearly do at the very very end. Okay, so um, what do you think? So, um, spoilers was, at this point if you want to go watch it. <laughs> so his name is like Me Mania or Mania. Yeah. Mania was uh, the guy. Yeah. The way they pronounce it is a little different, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's like the crazy stalker, like deranged. He's the one, literally, they show him like editing the webpage with nothing but like uh, pictures of her. Pictures of her. And she even, what I found interesting, there's one scene where I think she's going up to the office and there was a newspaper clipping attached to the, the like taped to the uh, taped to the door of the elevator and then you see him and she sees him and she like freaks out almost to the point where I thought it was kind of unrealistic because he like kept showing up and like you know uh, there was a scene repeatedly where she kept fucking up her scenes because she would see this guy 
And, you know, uh, after a little while, kind of got like, come on, no, nobody, nobody notices. Yeah, he's, he's the creepiest fucking guy ever. <laughs> but yeah, he played the super creep, like super hardcore, uh, fan. He's like not even standing behind like the barricade when she sees him too. He's like on set. Well, at that point you could say she's just hallucinating it. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it gets even crazier. But yeah, I kind of felt like his character was good, but then like I didn't understand. But, but she kills why. him. She well, that's allegedly though. That's nah, the thing. It happened. Oh, does he die? Yep. Okay, because that's where I wasn't sure. So that's why I don't think it tells you. But my interpretation well, is yes. And then she changes clothes when her manager finds her, and her manager hides the body and cleans stuff up. Because okay. if you notice, it seems in the movie that it's like back to back that she kills him, finds her manager, and brings her. But okay. she has a whole new set of clothes. Oh, I didn't catch that. And because I was too busy looking around the, I, I think I didn't notice because like the next scene was like them panning around where this. Well, and nothing so, was there. Yeah, like, there was no blood. Like, they literally, like, tore... They went back to the scene of the rape, and he tried... This crazy guy tried raping Menma, and they're killing her, for real. <laughs> but then I was like, is it a dream? Because by this point, they were already snapping between... And she's already, like, hallucinating him. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I was I like, think he, did this happen? killed him. Okay, that's where I wasn't sure. Because she was even like, her manager even references like, now that we got you clean clothes, like let's go see what's going on, and like, like as the painting scenes, and then the memo's like, oh, I guess nothing happened there, and like, but she's clearly wearing it. Like, I think it was enough time to clean it up. Okay. Yeah. Not the, to mention the, the, he's like never referenced again. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, he and, is referenced again. So her her name is Moreno. M U R A N O. Yeah, Morano. Uh, Morano. Morano. Yeah, there you go. Morano is the uh, personal assistant. So, yeah, and that's where I was kind of confused because I, I guess I didn't pick up on the fact that she had changed clothes. I thought it was no, the wait, same no, thing. No, it isn't. It's Rumi. Rumi. That's it. Who's Morano? Some oh, other guy. Oh. Like the actor, maybe. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, it's the photographers. That's right. That's right. You're right. So many characters. Yeah, um, Rumi was the. Yeah, Rumi. You're correct. So, um, that's where I was kind of like, I thought maybe it was like a hallucination mm-hmm. or like she thought this happened, but then like everything was set up normal, like literally within seconds. It was like nothing was knocked over. There was no blood. There was no body. You know, she just looked disheveled, you know, mm-hmm. had ripped clothes. But even then it seemed like it wasn't like a lot. Like she just kind of untucked everything and messed it up. It wasn't like, uh, oh, your blouse is ripped and. You know what I mean? Because she was just it was pretty ripped up, I think. Okay, well, fair enough. So I guess that's where I kind of got where I was kind of like going, like, did, did, was it real? Not to mention, if there's ever going to be something you don't hallucinate, like the physical contact, would probably be something. Yeah, but she wasn't cut up or anything. I mean, didn't she get that's stabbed true. or something? No. No. Okay. At least she stabbed the arm. Um. <clears throat> All right. But then, so Rumi put that guy up to it. Yes, yes, you're correct. So, uh, so essentially what ends up happening is that guy is killed, but then more and more and more she keeps hallucinating and it keeps jumping between the show and her bedroom and her life with Rumi. Well, I wouldn't say her life with Rumi, but Rumi becomes like visiting and it's like, hey Rumi, I just woke up. Uh, 
I would love some tea. And she's like, what do you mean? Well, that was like the pivotal part of the movie. Yeah. That was so good when she, because you see it, everything through Mima's eyes. And then she notices, like she did earlier, her fish tank. Yeah, that and was really exact, creepy. It's a replica of her room that Rumi has. Cause, well, That's what that was. Okay. The spoilers that she's trying to become. Yeah, or she Mima. resents what Mima becomes, so she wants the old Mima. So anyway, okay, I didn't realize it was a replica. Like, yeah, that's why like, she figured something was wrong. With, see, I with thought she, that I thought the fish were killed, but then like the next scene, they're alive again. It's like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, so that's how she figured out it wasn't her room because she knew her fish were dead. <coughs> okay, and her manager couldn't have known that because they died in the morning. Yes. Okay, so you put a little more thought into it. See, me, I was kind of like at this point, I was kind of like. What's real and what's not? Because literally, <laughs> they jump to a cut where it's like, hey, the show is wrapped up. And they're like, figments of her imagination isn't real. Da, 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 da. Like, it's like to a T of what she's experiencing. Right. Like, yeah, the other actress yeah. is like diagnosing her. And I'm like, wait, has she been in a psychiatric ward this entire time? Yeah. Like, I was waiting for her to wake up and be like, it's all a dream. Yeah, but she but, visits one at that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. So... Yeah, at this point, I guess I was trying to figure out what was reality in the show and what was, <laughs> this is like... my most exciting part. I'm like, time to be a detective. Yes. But I think, to me, that's the cue of why she, like, tried to run away. Because, like, she realized something was wrong and it wasn't her house. Because yeah. she called Rumi's name when she noticed the fish. And she's like, what? Mima comes out and she she's sees... Like dressed waker. Well, it, she's a she fat her. Yeah, she doesn't see that initially, though. She sees just the ghost Mima. Yep. So, that was good. Yeah, and there was a huge fight, and oh, it's crazy. She um, falls on broken glass. Yes, get stabbed with a. Doesn't die somehow. Yeah, I had fully expected her to be dead until that. Hey, when when you know if I ever get to Japan, I am gonna like fall from like a fourth story building onto like, glass. Exactly. Like, come on, I feel this stuff a lot almost softer. Almost get hit by traffic, yeah. and like the time it would take so for cliche. someone to scrape you off the road to bring you to the hospital, yes. you'd probably bleed out. Yep. But yeah. in anime, no one can die. Well, that's what I understand, too. Like, no one outside of, like, her circle, like, she nearly gets hit by a car. And, like, it was actually a garbage truck. And the garbage men come out and they're like, whoa, this isn't good. You know, they're both bloody and, like, <laughs> that was stabbed the least, up. Uh, and, like, inspired dub line. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, I found I'm it kind like, of funny. I'm like, no good. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, doesn't anybody know who this person is outside of, like, her fans? Yeah, she was a big, like, one of the biggest, you can assume, pop idols. Yeah. And then, like, a fairly successful actor. So you would think, like, someone, even the end scene where she visits Rumi by herself, you would think, like, more people would recognize her. Well, they did. The hospital staff did. Yeah. And so, yeah, it turns out that uh, Rumi, you know, is, is, this is what I don't understand, is, like, you know, like, there's the scenes where, like, she's chasing the ghost men, like, what was real and what wasn't, like, that's kind of hard to say because, you know, obviously it's an anime. They can they can bend, you know, everything. Right. But, like, you know, there's no way fucking hell that she was, like, a fat, like, 40-year-old woman, you know. Uh, that last scene was great how they'd show, like, her jumping, right? Yeah, yeah. But she's, like, almost really floating. she's panting. Yes. Because they switch between she's, like, dying trying to chase Memo because <laughs> yeah. she's so fat. But then, yeah. like, they show her, like, skip. <laughs> skipping through air exactly, exactly yeah I don't think when she initially chases her on the rooftop uh, Rumi has anything to do with it I think that's yeah. like a pure projection of her mind okay see and that's where I kind of felt like 
in the end, you come off like, Manuel's doing her own thing, and she's now independent and strong, because she's like, I'm doing it my way. You know, and they oh, show, the yeah, and they show Rumi in the psychiatric ward, and she's like, some days she's, uh, pop star idol Menmon, other days she's, she's Rumi, the caretaker, you know, the personal assistant to, to, uh, you know, her. And she brings her, like, roses, and she's like, oh, thank you so much. Are you a fan? Yeah, it was really, it was really creepy. It was awesome. It, yeah, was, it was the perfect end. Yeah, it was. Movie. I mean, this show was an hour and 20 minutes. And they like built everything up perfect. Yeah. Um, everyone, there was no loose ends. Um, I, I yeah. felt it left some to like interpretation, but still didn't leave out vital things. Like, yeah, they included everything you could have wanted. Yep. I give the show a nine out of ten. I really, really, really enjoyed it, and uh, would definitely watch it again because I guarantee you, there's probably stuff that. You don't notice the first time that you'll check the second time. Yeah, even some things that weren't subtitled, like parts of the website or the facts and stuff. Like, if I could get a fully subtitled version, I feel like I'd get more out of it, too. Yeah. I found that a little frustrating. Yeah, so... I gave it an 8. It's really good. I feel like the complaint (laughs) I have... (laughs) Yeah, hmm... I don't know. I can't think of many complaints, but it just didn't feel like a nine or ten material. Gotcha. I yeah. didn't look back and be like, "Whoa, that was that was a roller coaster." It was like a roller coaster watching it, but looking back, I wouldn't be like, "This is the definitive piece of whatever it was." Like, it got me more interested in psychological thrillers, but I feel like I've seen better. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I, I can't think of any complaints per se. Um, the job was uninspired at times. But yeah, well, I mean, it's... Whatever, it was the 90s. So, I, I just wish they would have maybe done a little more on, like, whatever happened to Sham, and you know, mm-hmm. what happened after all, all the events that occurred. Because obviously, like, you know, this big star, this big actress, was in this big, huge thing. Like, your personal assistant turning on you and trying to murder you, and... Close proximity to, like, three murders in a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, nothing... That was the only thing I could say was, like, I wish they would have had more about what occurred after, um, it, you know, the resolution came about. Mm. But, I mean, an hour and a half, what are you gonna do? Right, yeah. It, it was a great way to end it, like... I don't know, it was really cool. I've never seen an anime tackle like that type of subject. Yeah, it was really good. Like really Loss good. of Innocence, you get some elements of, but that was like well, I think mental the loss illness, of, too. I think the Loss of Innocence is really used a lot, though, for plots. Usually, you know, when uh, growing up, you know, a lot of times, I think like a lot of the, the mecha shows, I don't want to say mecha shows, I don't know, I can't think of any shows off the top of my head, like, says, like, Loss of Innocence, but... Well, Code Geass, I guess. Yeah, well, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing about Code Geass. That's not necessarily because it's Mecca. No, yeah, yeah. Because revenge. Yeah, I could see, like, the, the classmates losing their innocence because, you know, of all the issues Lelouch brings and all the wars and the turmoil that's brought to the school. Yeah. Where, you know, these kids are just like, oh, I want to live my life and go to school. And I've never seen it done like that, though. But. Yeah, yeah. No, I think this was definitely, like, a social commentary Mm-hmm. On the entertainment industry, because I mean, a lot of people do say, "Oh, it's sleaze," and there's a lot of pornography and a lot of a great time to stuff. do it too. Think about the time it was made; almost mm-hmm. the advent of 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pop stars were over sexualized at that point. So. Oh, and they probably still. And they probably you know, still. Oh, yeah, it's only progressed further, I think. But 
with the advent of internet and even they made a point to throw the internet in there is the stalking source i think it's pretty clever commentary then yep all right well i think that wraps up for us this week uh thank you very much for listening you can check out our website bonsaibeat.com find our review index uh you can subscribe to the show if it's your first time listening um you know we've definitely uh wouldn't mind some comments or reviews on our iTunes page. Only got seven of them, so. Recommendations for more movies. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you have anything like Perfect Blue. Yeah, definitely. Um, we have done reviews that people have asked us to do. Um, so we're definitely down for whatever. So thanks a lot for listening, and uh, until next time. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.